You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Odyssey, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. You can also email us, LockedOnRays.com at gmail.com. Well, Ulysses, over the weekend, your Tampa Bay Rays took two of three from the Texas Rangers on the road, improving to 38 and 23 on the year, the best record in the American League and second best in all of baseball behind the San Francisco Giants, although I think that could be changing soon considering the Giants have Yastrzemski injured and, and now Evan Longoria just got injured as well. So maybe the Rays will, will surpass them. Uh, okay. It is a Monday, which means it is time for our weekend takeaways, observations, what we learned. Ulysses, what do you have? Let me add this as a disclaimer. I really hope this has to do with Yandy Diaz. Please tell me that is the case. How, how, how well do you know me? Uh, yes. Yes. My first takeaway, it, it was going to be either how Rich Hill has, has kept it up how Austin Meadows is really, really uh, adamant about going to Colorado for his second all-star game ever, mm-hmm. like keeping keeping hot uh, stats. But yeah, it has to be about Yandy. Uh, my, my takeaway has to be Yandy getting his first knock. I called it, what, three days ago uh, on the pod saying he was going to go oppo in New York. He didn't. I think he's listening. He got to close, the- though. He, he he's listening to the podcast, I think a couple of days on delay. So then he listened to that episode yesterday. He's like, Oh man, I owe him a home run, but let me pull it. And he actually pulled that for his first one. Great, great news. Great to see Yandi. You know, I, I looked at his stat cast uh, mm-hmm. page and it's very, very interesting because everything seemed to be trending upwards. Everything that you want to trend upwards has the exit velocity has gone up. The launch angle has gone up. Uh, the barrel percentage has gone up. Uh, the hard hit percentage has gone up. It, it, the, the walk rate has gone up. The, the, the strikeout to walk ratio is, is such intriguing. It's such an intriguing thing. He's at right now sitting at 13.1 or 13.6% rather uh, strikeout rate and a walk rate of 17.1%. By all accounts and purposes, this is a guy that you want on your team. But I feel like sometimes we, we do get, stuck in this vacuum and, and, and as a fandom and just decide that if somebody doesn't do something well, then you just put them out to the side. I feel like a lot of the fandom is just upset with Yandi because he's so big that you expect right. so many home runs. And then when you don't get that from Yandi, then some of the fandom goes, eh, he's not, a, he's not that great. He's a yeah. great fan. He, he's a great ball player. And I think, you know, the time will come when we have to see him go, just like they had to see Willie go a couple of weeks back. He might be one of the next guys to, to leave the team via trade. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be tough because that on-base machine that he is, 
that is so so needed, especially in 2021, where the three where the three true outcomes are never truer than with the race. They will walk, they will strike out, and they will hit homers. Yeah, you know what? That is a great point. And man, great minds think alike. Ulysses with the Yandi Diaz takeaway from the weekend. Couple things with all this. Um, first of all, the amount of time that Diaz has gone without hitting a home run, 10 months and 207 Oof. regular season at bats until what happened yesterday. And I think, of course, some of it is the fact that yeah, the fandom is so weird sometimes because you look at Yandy and you say, well, he's got to be, he, th this guy better be hitting 35 to 40 homers every year. And he does play. The other thing too, he plays first base, third base. So that is yeah. your, your power position right there. But I wouldn't change. Look, you'd like to see a couple more homers from Yandy, but again, I feel like this roster has enough of those guys and you need a guy like Yandy in the lineup, how many guys in baseball right now have a higher walk ratio or higher walk percentage than strikeout percentage? Like I would imagine maybe a dozen, yeah. if that not very much. So right. I think here's my perspective on Yandi. I think if he really wanted to, if he wanted to try to hit home runs, he could, if he was like, okay, I just want to be strictly a power hitter, but then you're sacrificing you're, you're, you're sacrificing that on base percentage and you're sacrificing that approach at the plate just for the long ball. You're changing your launch angle. You're, you're changing your approach. It's like the Willie Adamas thing. And yes. I would rather have Yandi in the spot than he is at right now. than a guy who, you know, has a, a 220 batting average, but has 12 home runs at this yeah. point. So I love what Yandi's doing. I think he's a perfect complement to this lineup. As you mentioned, the three true outcome thing. So, um, Look, I, I've, you know, here's the question. Okay. With Yandi. Now that he has this one, he's got the monkey off his back. So to speak, right. maybe yeah. this is something where, okay, maybe I, I get a little bit more aggressive because, uh, how many do you think he's going to hit this year? I, I need a number. That's I need a, an exact number. No over under five, yeah. 10, 15, whatever. Does this open the floodgates or they're going to be little leaders here and there? Well, I do think that the the monkey off his back uh, cliche is a hundred percent true on this uh, on this one because with the two hundred or so at bats without going in a home run, did you see his smile? This is a grown ass dude. He was cheesing like a five year old in a little league game yes. hitting his first home run. So this meant something to him personally to do to finally get that home run. So yeah, I think the mental break of oh my god, I, I haven't hit one. That helps a ball player. I don't think the floodgates are okay. Well, this is a 20 home run season now, but I do feel confident in saying that five home runs, five home. I, I do think five home runs are, are going to okay. leave his bat. They're going to uh, hopefully, but look, I, going to the approach thing. No, don't fix what's not broken. Yandy Diaz right. is not broken because he just has one home run this season. That's just not him. I mean, that that's like asking Austin Meadows to be, you know, Kevin Kiermaier on the, on the outfield. That's not right. him. He doesn't, he you can't doesn't do be that. everything. There's only a couple everythings and those guys get $350 million contracts. So, <laughs> right. Or they're under underpaid for the first three years <laughs> right. of, of their, of their contract. And, and then arbitration will hit him up. But yeah, no, this, this is okay. I, I, I like what Yandy's doing. I think 
uh, you know, you'll, you'll see five home runs. I, I don't know if you agree with me, if, if, if you think that's too high or too low of a number, but I, I just see it as June 7th. Okay. So there's okay. at least, you know, four months of, of baseball where he can get at least once every month and uh, he'll make it. I'm going to say seven, seven's my number. Five okay. is your number. And again, I know that Yanni Diaz isn't this player, but I think a somewhat decent comparison is, well, I guess, I mean, totally different body types as well, but Don't Ichiro say Suzuki. Oh. No, Suzuki was a guy who they said that he had the power. He could go yeah. out, you know, if he really wanted to, but he knew that, you know, that wasn't necessarily changing everything for, okay, so I can hit 28 home runs instead of 12. Uh, I don't want to ruin my approach and what helps this team win and, and, you know, gets them over the hump. And I think it's the same thing with the Diaz right there. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with that, but very good takeaway. It finally happened. And I think, I mean, isn't this new ballpark in Texas pretty, pretty sizable. I mean, it seems like there's a lot of grass out there, oh, yeah. a lot oh, of yeah. outfield. So we'll, we'll see what happens. I, I think uh, before long, he'll get one at Yankee stadium this year. If they go oh, back to, that'd be nice. I don't know. That would be nice. Oppo. Go Oppo. There yeah. we go. Uh, also this. So I have seven home runs. You have five and this is for regular season only. Correct. Correct. Okay. Very good. All right. Uh, I'll get to my takeaways and observations from the weekend next, but first we've got to t- uh, tell you about a couple of our friends like Lucy Co. It's uh, 2021. Get rid of your cigarettes, unplug your vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, and you don't have to leave your house because Lucy has delivery down. Lucy lozenges and gums are also FSA and HSA eligible, so you can spend pre-tax dollars on them too. Locked on MLB Network listeners, listen up. Go to lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB to get 20% off all products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. I do have to read this disclaimer. Uh, Warning, this product does contain nicotine derived from tobacco and nicotine is an addictive chemical. Lucy Co. Lucy.co and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONMLB. Okay, Ulysses, getting to my takeaways from the weekend. Uh, The first thing, did you hear about the uh, Eliezer Hernandez quad injury the other day? I did not. Okay. Uh, I was actually watching that game, the Mm -hmm. Pirates-Marlins game. And uh, Hernandez actually did get a base hit and was running around the bases, and he crosses home plate. And he falls to the ground, pulls his quad, laying down. Trainer comes out. And lo and behold, uh, a guy who had literally just came back from the injured list due to a biceps issue is now going back to the injured list for a leg uh, issue because of uh, running the bases as a pitcher. Um, So I think it's time. And I don't know if MLB can do this, but I think it should be implemented for the second half of the season. Uh, if a pitcher gets a base hit or gets on base one form or another that you can pinch hit anybody for him, 
What do you think about that? It'd be the adult softball rule. So he doesn't so, have to. So he so he gets on base, and now somebody can pinch run for him. Yes, and what you can about, do it. You can okay. do it. Any any anybody in the lineup. I mean, it'd be advisable to do the the guy who was last out or whatever. But I would also say anybody on the bench. You have free reign to use who you want. So to and, and, pinch run for this guy with basketball rules, meaning that if that guy, if Mike Brasso is in on the bench, I put him up there for glass. Now he scores or he gets thrown out a third. Then Brasso now is on the bench and he can be activated whenever I want him to. Correct. Correct. Yes. Non-baseball that rules. Is, yes. Um, I think it's better than what it is right now. I think it's a little bit weird because, you know, baseball doesn't really like the substitutions to just be so, um, lenient it's kind of more of a hard line in baseball than than basketball or football for that matter but um look it just i think we don't need to tinker so much with the game like just just do the dh like it's enough it's enough i know look and, and traditionalists like i i understand your plight but it's over this is not this is this is something that has changed you know, for what, 30, 40 years where now we're legitimately telling 13 year olds, no, you're a pitcher now. So, yes. so like, why are we trying to change? If you don't like that, then change that bit, go back to elementary and middle school and, and travel ball and tell these kids they can play whatever they want without specificity to, to the role. How about that? Yeah. But well, I game- also think baseball, you get to that, you get to this level. It's so hard to do both. Again, there's yes. unicorns. Shoei Otani yes. is the one guy. Brennan McKay is not even to that level. Exactly. Yet. That's and- how difficult it is. There's yeah. only one dude in a whole league. Where can you find that? Where can you find that in the NBA where only one guy can do something or, or in soccer or in football where one guy can do this? Imagine if Tom Brady was just this great kicker too. He could just right. kick field goals for 60 yard lines. You know, it would be insane. It would be insane. So look, just let's move on. We had, we had national league rules for 130 years. We all enjoyed it. Put the DH let's move on. Yeah. And again, this was kind of my way to wean everybody off the DH, even though it was in place last year that, okay, now we're getting used to pitchers not running. Now the next step is to not have them bat either. And then we can do away with this whole thing because we've gotten to a point, whereas I don't want to see position players pitch. I don't want to see pitchers hit or run the bases. And you have to consider like these pitchers maybe came into the season thinking, okay, the the DH was in place in 2020. I would imagine there's been so much talk about eliminating the uh, pitchers hitting that uh, we're, we're not going to have to do it. And then lo and behold, they enter spring training. It's like, Oh, we're actually going to really have to do this. And you, you think about how often or not often that a pitcher gets on base and runs the bases. It's not part of their tool set necessarily. No, they might, I, I mean, a, a, a pitcher might not get on base for two, three weeks, may not, may not get on for a month and you're, you're forcing him to run around. I think it's just absolutely ridiculous and insane what is going on. And this could, because it, you know, I, I know it didn't get as much controversy because it, it didn't happen to a big name, but just wait, wait until it yeah. happens to a big name. And that's going to be, you invest so much money into these guys. Look, you want to see Scherzer pulling his quad going from third to home. I I'm, mean, I'm, come I'm, on. I, I, this is the thing though, Kevin, the, the, the greatest pitcher of our time right now, Jacob deGrom, at least, at least the, the guy who has just been annihilating everything and every record seems to be shattered every time he steps onto the hill. 
he's been doing okay with the with the with the bat as a pitcher. Uh, he's been mm-hmm. doing okay as a pitcher hitting. Um, it would be a terrible thing for baseball if Jacob Degrom gets hurt because he's hitting. Yeah, that would be awful. Let Jacob Degrom do what he does best, which is be on the mound, a pitcher. Again, let's move on, people. We had 130 years of National League rules. That was great. Uh, An ode to that. And we'll always have ESPN Classic for that. Let's move on. You're, it, it's it's almost it's so unfair that you're forcing pitchers to do everything. Yeah, like everything. You don't force position players to do everything. Exactly. Even a, a super utility guy doesn't put on the catcher's gear. No, nope. for the most part, you know, nope. there, there's one guy that does that. That's uh, your boy. What the the guy who plays in uh, Minnesota? I can't think of his name right now. Williams. Williams. There we go. Estadio. Yeah. Yes. Very good. So, and here's why I wanted to implement a rule change for the second half. Look, I would just like to go you know, full DH national league, but putting in a little bit of a asterisk there with a pinch hitter substitution, like a free substitution deal is you introduce maybe a team will therefore want to add in a guy who has a lot of speed on the roster. Like, okay, we'll, we'll call up a Billy Hamilton type from triple a. And I I think that would bring more interest Mm -hmm. and, and action into the game. Like, okay, the pitcher did his job. He drew a walk. Now let's see if if Billy Hamilton 2.0 can steal a bag and, and score from there. So just throwing that out there, yeah. I think we're on the same page. Look, that that should be, again, you, I wouldn't want that to happen in glass now, playing in, no. a, in an interleague series or whatever it may be. Uh, the next thing I have is, I know it's still very early, small sample size, but it does look like uh, the Willie Adamas deal is being a win-win for both sides. Absolutely. The Brewers yes. are getting what they want from Willie Adamas. Willie Adamas is having success that I don't know if he would have ever again found in a raised uniform with everything that was going on. And there's something to be said for uh, not having the the constant pressure and for having a team that wants you. And uh, it's so funny because Willie Adamas uh, since he has joined the Brewers, the Brewers are 11 and three. Uh, <laughs> and he has a line of 271, 364, 500, 864 OPS, three home runs, 11 RBIs, and seven walks. Uh, I did look at some of the things that he's changed or maybe not changed. His stance is a little bit more closed, he's a little bit more upright. Uh, his launch angle isn't as extravagant. So maybe it was a little bit of a change of messaging from the Brewers that really got into him right. something like maybe where it was Willie Adams, he gets traded and he realizes uh, this might be a little bit of a wake up call. Maybe I do need to approach how I do things a little right. bit, not to mention, look, I know this is what the Brewers have done since Adamus was acquired is great, but let's also keep into perspective uh, during that run, they've played the, the Reds, Nationals, Tigers, Diamondbacks, and the Padres thrown in there, but it's not necessarily a murderer's row left and right for them. And then on the flip side, you see what the Rays are doing. JP Fireisen already has three saves. He's got a one dot something ERA. And it, really, if you look at that deal, the, the Rays sort of got three players back. Like Taylor Walls, you, you have a spot for him. Yeah. And what he did yesterday is, I think, what we hope to see more of. And then Drew Rasmussen on the come up at some point, probably. But uh, looking like a win-win re- right now, I think, for for both sides. A true baseball trade. You have a need. I have a need. 
Let's do some business. Isn't that nice sometimes to, to just see these kinds of traits? Because honestly, most of the time you you do see kind of a slant towards one team or, or another. So this is nice. And, and we said NL Central is where it's at for Willie. It's it's nice to see that he's producing. It's It wasn't going to happen at the top. I mean, he had enough yeah. of a sample size to we all saw the numbers at the top for the four years that he was a Ray. It was just not going to happen. So good to see him. Yeah, it's a win-win trade. And, you know, if you think about what chemistry is and everything like that, you know, he he comes into Milwaukee knowing maybe a couple guys, D-Rob and, and Avi Garcia, at least his teammates. And he is as infectious with the Brewers as he was with right. the Rays as soon as he got there. And and I think that really helps. And, and you see uh, the, the quotes from uh, Narvaez saying that it's the energy that he brings, uh, Christian Yelich, um, the energy that he brings is amazing. You know, uh, Christian Yelich is a guy that if you ask a baseball fan, name the the last 10 really great seasons, Yelich would mm-hmm. be in the, in those 10 names. Surround yeah. yourself with people who succeed, right, who are ambitious, who, who, who want more. Christian Yelich is that type of player. Willie Adamas is that type of player. I love the fact that now Willie Adamas can rub, you know, minds with yes. Christian because maybe Christian said, Hey, you know, that a couple conversations, a couple tidbits that could really help. And I'm not putting down any erased player uh, by saying this, but Christian Yelich is a unique talent. He, he, he is, is as else. we say about how a baseball player can't be everything, can't do everything well. He might be the exception, one of the very few exceptions to the rules. Yes. So, you know, I don't know if the Rays even have a, a Yelich kind of guy. Maybe they can. Maybe they, they. Maybe there is somebody there. But Yelich, I think, is a very special talent. And so when you get a guy like that who has the ceiling but hasn't really been able to kind of show all of the true potential like Willie has – Love that fact that he has now this kind of guy yes. in the locker room, in the clubhouse all the time to be able to 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 rub minds with. So, no, I think that's great. Great for Willie. Uh, hopefully, uh, if you're a Rays fan, maybe Wander is that guy, is that unicorn type that can do it all. Okay, uh, Built Bar, we've told you about the greatest, most delicious protein bar on the flavor before. Things haven't changed. They're, it's still incredibly... Uh, amazing tasting and healthy. So many different flavors, coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, the list goes on and on. And uh, you, you might say, wow, that uh, th- those flavors don't sound like they have great nutrition facts. Well, you'd be wrong uh, because most of the flavors have somewhere around 17 grams of protein, just 130 calories, just four grams of sugar, and just four grams net carbs. Again, all tasty, all healthy. We know you want some. It is the summer. You're trying to get that beach bu- uh, beach body. What better way to do that than with Built Bar? So go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, the numerals 1-5, and that'll get you 15% off your first order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Head over to the website or use that mobile device of yours to sign up today 
and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And remember, use that promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N. Again, L O C K E D O N at betonline.ag. Okay, Ulysses, it has become a weekly tradition. Our Fantasy League update, Locked On Rays podcast, Fantasy League, you all should know by now, 18 teams, 36 categories, head-to-head. This was kind of a bizarre world last week as Ulysses, you got another W. I took an L from Carlos Herrera, but that still doesn't change the overall standings, at least as far as I'm concerned, as I still have the best record in the league, barely. But I got to say, there are a lot of people on my tail. I mean, it is, it's going to be a grind, I think. You've got Melissa Herrera, Thomas Lane, Joshua Garner, Joseph Owen coming up, Carlos Herrera making moves. I mean, things are happening here in this league. Uh, You're still, last I checked, second to last in the Montreal division. But I think, uh, little, little theory here, you are gaining some momentum since uh, key Brian Hayes has been uh, taken off the injured list. So that might be what puts you into uh, the next stratosphere there. And, you know, I had the, the the chance to not go greedy with the starting pitching this week. Cause I, I was actually mm-hmm. weaning, uh, winning, I think 22 of the categories by as late as Friday night. Uh, wow. But I think, you know, uh, because what Ryan did, I don't know if uh, inadvertently or on purpose, but uh, he just started two guys. So he got all of the less earned runs allowed mm. all of the, just by pitching two guys. So strategy I maybe. I, yeah. I think I got took there. Um, but yeah, no good win, man. And you know, I, I've won now several weeks in a row, which is nice. And uh, yeah, you, you lost two out of the last three. So it's, it's a turn of the tide. I think, maybe a little bit too early to, to, to mention a comeback, but I like where I am now. I feel like the sixth place is not that far away. And I couldn't say that four weeks ago. So I'm, I'm glad. Hey, it's a long season. This isn't no 60 game action, which by the way, it's so crazy to think about if this was last year, we'd be in the playoffs yes. right now. How isn't funny that is nuts? that to think about? It is so crazy. Well, I think that's why, you know, you got to take these stats in from last year with a little bit of grain of salt. Like right. imagine if Brandon Lau had had the season that he's having in 2021 and 2020, people would yeah. have just lost it. You know, right now we're like, okay, he's got still four more months can pick it up. Yeah, that's true. Um, so here's the thing with the fantasy league. First of all, you, you said you've, you've won several weeks in a row. Now I count two, unless I'm wrong, I, I might've missed something there. Well, who knows? Uh, if you have more several. than two, that's okay. That's more than one, baby. I'm, I'm counting. I, I'm, I feel like several, several is three or more. You've <laughs> okay, won a couple. Week. You've won next a couple week. in a row. Yeah, there okay, we go. Okay. Uh, now, we should note, um, over the weekend, there was a blockbuster. I don't think I'm speaking out of turn and saying there was a blockbuster yeah. trade made in this league between myself and Anthony Jenkins. In fact, we had a little kind of winter meetings a smoke filled back room in person trade <laughs> yeah. negotiation where we were playing poker together. You were actually in on that room in the conversation. We were actually thinking how cool would it be if these fantasy leagues allowed like three team, four team trades at once. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. But uh, here is the deal. I have traded Mike Trout 
who's on the injured list for at least the next month, probably. And Giancarlo Stanton for Bryce Harper and Ozzie Albies. Ulysses, your unbiased opinion on who won this trade or thoughts on the trade in general. I think Anthony is too good of a friend, and I think you owe him birthday presents for the next couple of uh, of years. Uh, if you win this, uh, if you win this league, uh, I really hope you you give Anthony, uh, you know, a couple gifts for his next couple birthdays. Yeah. I, I know his thirtieth birthday will come soon. He will join me in the on the third floor. So maybe get him something nice because uh, that's uh, that's quite a trade. That's quite a trade. I let me just say this: I am happy with how I turned out with that trade. Look, he wanted Mike Trout, so yeah. I said, "Give me your best offer." Can we work something out here? And ultimately we did. And you know what? That's what matters in the end is that the two teams, the two parties are, are, are happy with what they're getting. Yes. Anthony was, was uh, beaming after this, I think. And, uh, and it wasn't a good, particularly good night for him poker wise, you know, yes. uh, he was the first guy out calling him out a little out bit here, quick. but uh, yeah. So he, but he was cheesing. He was like Yandy Diaz after hitting his first home run after getting Mike Trout. So no, it was, it, there we it go. was a big, 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 tra- a big, a uh, big trade. And um, I'm glad we had a little, winter league meeting. I know. I, I like night. it. I like it. Yeah. I, I, for the past couple of weeks, I've been trying to offload or trade John means because I feel like he wasn't going to keep up the run that he was on so far this season. And lo and behold, he it's the IL. So that kind of screws me over a little bit. I wasn't yeah. able to trade him in time. And I guess nobody really wanted him because I sent out like 15 trades that involved trade proposals <laughs> that involved him and not a single one of them was accepted, but I'm happy with this deal. Also, like I mentioned earlier, your Stremski's on the IL. He's on my team. That hurts. Mustakas has had a setback. So look, I'm yeah. your your team is getting healthier. My team is just getting battered up left and right. And that's why, again, I traded Mike Trout because who knows how effective he'll be coming back or if he's going to have a setback. Giancarlo Stanton, he's made of uh, glass apparently. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll go ahead and take Bryce Harper and and Ozzy Albies and, and see what I can do with that. So very good. Thank you all to uh, everyone is in, in the fantasy league. It's been a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth. I, I'm just waiting. Uh, what's today? June 7th. Correct. Uh, our friend Aram Layton gave a prediction that Jesus Sanchez would be called up tomorrow by June Ooh. 8th because of, I guess, the Super 2 deadline or something along those lines. Uh, I've been just keeping Sanchez on my bench for weeks now waiting for the call up and hoping he will produce who knows he might not even do crap i mean look at jared kelenic <laughs> he's like oh for his last 39 it look prospects well, you got to give them some time and uh, a long leash just because a, a big name gets called up doesn't mean they're, they're, they're gonna hit 350 the rest of the year. yeah yeah of course 100 percent. and you know if super two is uh coming around the bend yeah, I know we're gonna start, you know, to hear the the Vidal Bruhan name a little bit louder than than it has been uh, this season, and it has been pretty loud already. But again, just just like with Taylor Walls, a spot has to come uh, come available, mm-hmm. people. So who's it gonna be? If if you want Vidal on the roster, then tell me who you want off the twenty six man. That's how this works. You can't, you can't have everything. You can't, you can't have 27. You can't have your cake and then yeah. eat it too, Kevin. Look, the Rays would love to have a 35 man roster if they could, oh by boy, the way, that'd be uh, great. Who, who's it going to be? One, two, three. Brasso. He's got options. So I think so too. 
Uh oh, wait for it. You'll see there. There's our hot take there. Okay. Very good. Um, also we are soliciting mailbag questions for, uh, on Tuesday's episode for tomorrow's episode. So feel free to uh, send us a DM, tweet us directly, or you can email us locked on at gmail.com. You can ask us anything you want about raise baseball, baseball in general, life sports, whatever you want. And we may answer it. So get those uh, mailbag questions in so we can answer those as well. Okay, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of the Locked on Today podcast and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we'll talk to you on Tuesday.